Welcome to Achieve More, the high-performance transformation podcast, where we discuss tactical, easy-to-use ways to help community and broader public sector organizations, teams, and individuals to transform and achieve higher performance. I am your host, Michael Scheel, and I am a high-performance coach and transformation consultant. I help people and teams find their vision, learn how to overcome their barriers, improve, and transform their lives and organizations and achieve so much more. Welcome, everyone, to podcast episode number two, Five Steps for Any Transformation Project. So today I'm going to give you the bare bones, stripped down framework that I use for planning any project. And I use this for any kind of transformation project. I'm talking about creating a pilot project for ministries. Um, You know, if a client asks me to complete a lean review of a kind of service, even if I don't know anything about how to deliver that service. Um, when I'm asked for projects to reduce costs. So um, when you need to go in and sort of understand a service, even if you don't understand it, how do, how do you figure it out? What do you do? Um, so this framework, this is actually the magic sauce that will help you be able to plan out and uh, launch any sort of transformation project that you've been asked to do. I can use this exact same framework on a small project I can use this exact, I have used this exact same framework on a $10 million budget project, $120 million budget project. You can grow it, you can shrink it to to the size that you want. Um, So, you know, first off, you might be thinking, well, why would I care for a framework? Like, why is it important to have have one? So one of the reasons that I love using frameworks you know, is, is that it provides consistency. You have a consistent way to approach uh, projects. And when you're someone like me, who you're a consultant, who a transformation and a high performance consultants, and you get, you get asked to go and review different kinds of projects and services, it's useful to have a framework that you can use every single time. And, you know, one of the things you can see, you can you can Google this and you can find out that, that you know, a majority of projects that fail, they fail because of improper planning or lack of planning. Um, projects fail because you don't align your stakeholders. Uh, Projects fail because you don't manage stakeholders' expectations. So uh, this model will help you do all of those things. Um, Some more reasons that really resonate um, for for doing this that I think will really resonate with with new or non-project managers is it gives you a basic plan of what to do, when to do it, and who should do it. Um, so if you if you use this and you implement it, um, I'm just going to give you the high levels for here. But if you really implement the model really well, it'll give you that structure to do every single time. Um, it helps you reduce uncertainty, number two. So uh, it helps you give you some sort of certainty, some sort of structure. There's always going to be uncertainty when you're re- when you're creating a new plan, uh, but this helps to reduce it. Um, it's going to help give you a better understanding of what it's going to take for you to to get your job done. So, you know, if someone asks you to create a project and you've never done that kind of project before, done that kind of work before, having a consistent framework and a structure and set of activities will really help you um, work through, thinking through, how am I going to get from here to there and get that all done? And finally, uh, one of the things that I think is very useful, particularly for for newer project managers, uh, is... If you are planning out your project, it helps you figure out where the risks are. Because as you're working through a framework and you're trying to put in the activities and think about who's going to do what and when, uh, you are going to be better placed for figuring out what are the risks. Okay, Um, so with all that behind us, uh, right off the bat, here are five steps that you can use to master any transformation project. 
Um, and you can think of these as steps. You can think of these as, as phases. Uh, you can think of these as chunks of time. But there's basically five chunks of work that I do every single time. So step one, or phase one, chunk number one, if you will, is foundations. I call it foundations. So these are the activities that help you set up a successful project. So this is where I think about you know the kickoff meeting. This is where I think about you learn about what it is you're doing. This is where I do a lot of the project controls. So creating the project plan itself, creating the risk plan, figuring out your, your project charter and figuring out your stakeholders. So there's a set of activities you can do right off the bat before you even get any work done that sort of is planning for the rest of the project. And that's what I call the project foundations. So when I do any project, no matter how big, I always start with step number one is creating the foundations. And like I said, time after time, studies have shown that if you don't do that properly, the rest of the project tends to fail. I've also heard anecdotally from, from managers and senior managers at different organizations that one of the biggest challenges that they're, uh, one of the biggest pitfalls, I should say, that their staff fall when they try to plan a project they've never done it before is they, they kind of skip some of the early activities and go straight to trying to analyze the problem without having done the pre-work for it. Taking this time to, to set up the foundations for the projects will really help you get through that pitfall. Uh, step number two is the future state vision. Um, that's sort of my blanket for uh, figuring out what it is you're trying to do. So this is where if you're doing a true transformation project, we're going to change uh, your service or create a new service delivery model or do something brand spanking new. This is that vision of what it is. What is it that I want? What is it that I'm seeking to do? Uh, what is the outcome from the project? If you're creating a, a more simple sort of uh, pilot project or something that's a little more simple than a transformation thing, you can still think, what is that end state I'm trying to get to? Um, this is the set of activities around that. So before I do any analysis or collect any information, I want to, I want this phase, I want to actually think about what is it, what is it that I'm trying to achieve? Who is it that I need to work with to achieve that? All right, so that's step number two, future state vision. Step number three is a current state review. So what Whatever it is that you're trying to create, whatever your dream state is, you want to take a look. Well, what do I have right now? Um, you know, there's activities that you can do to figure out what am I doing well? Where do we have gaps? Where do we have challenges? Um, take a look at and 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 just be truthful. And it probably doesn't take much time to do that. And the basic set of activities here, you know, maybe in in step two in the future state vision, the basic set of activities might be. Um, you might be doing some brainstorming. You might do, be doing some some whiteboarding. Uh, you can, quite frankly, you can do it yourself with a with a piece of paper and a pen at your desk. Uh, step number three, that current state review, is figuring out what do we have right now. So this is where you might need to talk to to some of your your colleagues or some of your peers. So you know, if you're going to be expanding a current service that you have, you might want to go talk to the frontline staff or the, cl the clinicians that deliver that service, if that's who delivers it, and say what's working well, what's not. If we're going to expand this, what do we need? Um, you can talk to your back office people too and find out, you know, what are the costs for delivering this service? Uh, what's working well? What's not? What kind of staff do we need? What kind of skills do we need? Uh, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of things you can think about in that current state review that, that helps you think, okay, here's what's going well, here's what's going poorly, so I need to figure out how to address that, which gets you straight to step number four, which is gap and plan. You do your gap analysis between your current state and your future state. Now, some of you might say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've worked with consultants before, and they always start with the current state, and then they do the future state. Well, I'm telling you that I like to do it the other way around, because if you do the current state first, and then you do the future state, you're going to be um, hemmed in um, more likely by thinking of everything that's going wrong right now and not feeling free about thinking about what it is that I want to achieve. 
So you start number one with your foundations. Number two, you do that future state vision without being hindered by any thoughts of what's going wrong. Step three is that current state review where you you take a look at everything that's going well or not right now. And, and then that leads you naturally to step number four, which is what is the gap between the current state and the future state? And that kind of leads you to thinking of some of the activities you might need to do that'll, that that is the basis of the work that you're going to be doing for the project. And then step number five is actually implementing. So once you've, you've figured out what are those sort of work steps between to get us from the current state to the future state, then you can implement. And that's where you start to sort of plan out, here's, here's who's going to do what, when, and how. Okay, so those are the five steps. I know that's really sort of high level, but I can, I can guarantee you that if you use that, you can hit about 90% of your projects. I don't care if they're small, if they're massive. Like I said, I've used this on small little $5,000 projects. I've used it on a $120 million budget project. So again, those five steps. Step one is foundations. Step two is future state. Step three is the current state review. Step four is gap and plan, and step five is implement. Now, how are you gonna use this framework? Well, this is actually pretty simple. Anytime you need to plan and implement a project, you can, you can actually apply the, the framework. So you can use anything that you want. You can use Excel, you can use Word, you can use Google Docs, you can even use a piece of paper. I've done this before too, where you jot down those, those different phases. And you start with those phases, and then you figure out the activities. Actually, you know, in the next podcast, number three, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through uh, the activities for how to create a project plan from scratch. And you can use, uh, you can use the things you're going to be learning in that podcast, compare it against this framework. And between this framework and those activities, you can literally create just about any project plan. So when you're applying the framework, find whatever you're going to be using. It can be you know, any kind of piece of paper, Excel, Word, Google Doc, whatever. Uh, number two, think about your why. Why are you doing this project? Why are you applying this framework? What what have what have you been been asked to, to do? What have you been asked to achieve? Because that will help guide you in figuring out what are the activities within each of those things. So if your if your boss has asked you to try to save, uh, try to cut down costs on a particular service, you want to know why are you doing that? What is it that they really want you to achieve? Because that will guide you in creating the actual steps that you need to do. You know that then then once you have your why and you figure out really what is it that we're really trying to achieve, that's when you apply your future state, uh, your future state visioning, your future state model, and think about what is it that I need. You can do that yourself. You can bring in some colleagues. You can brainstorm on a whiteboard. You can do this virtually. I've done a virtual um, mapping of, of future state visions too. Uh, that is easy enough to do as well. Then you write out those five steps or phases. And you think about, well, if I know what my why is, what my end state is, and then you write out those phases, and then you can fill in the activities underneath each of those phases. And now, once you've done that, you've got all the basic information that you really need to start planning out your project. No matter what the size, no matter the complexity, you can follow the same process every single time. And the information you have from that, uh, that you've just created can be used uh, in a simple project charter, a project plan, a risk plan. You can really, you can actually complete all of those little project controls that you've that you've got in your foundations. Okay, so that's everything. That's introducing the framework that we've that we've got. Um, and again, listen to the podcast, the next podcast coming out that talks to you a little bit more about the nitty gritty work steps underneath each of the phases. Uh, and with that, happy project planning, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Our goal is to help as many people as possible learn how to improve, transform, 
and achieve higher performance for themselves, their teams, and their organizations. So, if you like what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. All of that helps others find us and helps us to achieve our goal of inspiring, engaging, and educating people and teams to improve and achieve more. You can also find the show notes to our website on our website at www.scg.team. Anything I reference in today's episode or any important links will be posted there as well. And while you're at our site, you can also subscribe to our weekly email blast so you don't miss anything. Thanks again and have a great week.